good morning and welcome into this edition of the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. We really do appreciate you coming in with us and spending a little bit of your Saturday and Sunday mornings with us. So thank you so much. I got Bryce here with me in the studio again. Well, Bryce, what a time it's been. How you been doing? Doug, if we had already lost our hair, we would be pulling our hair out of our head right now. So I wish I'd grown back just so I could do that for this week. It has been a roller coaster with all things considered. And, uh, you know, my daughter, as I've mentioned on the show before, is overseas right now. She's doing a semester abroad in England, and fortunately, it's not Italy. But uh, we're now really looking at the possibility that her school might call her back before her uh, semester is done. And that's uh, that's really unfortunate, but I guess better safe than sorry. You know, I haven't yet heard of uh, a ton of cases in the U.K., but... Uh the way it seems to be expanding, I would say you probably have a high probability of having Aspen back sooner rather than later. Yeah, it was uh, just a week ago. There were no cases in the little town that she's in. And then one day there was one case. The next day there were three. And now I think they're up to seven. Yeah. All right, Doug, what's our show about this week? Well, <laughs> <laughs> what, what could we possibly want to talk about this yeah, week, Doug? E- exactly. You know, it's um, let's look back. I mean, we're the market topped on February the 12th. It's about a month ago. And at that point in time, we were all just getting ready for a nice little Valentine's dinner with our sweethearts. Our accounts were just stuffed full. Everybody was just happy as can be. We were on a long long streak, weren't we? Yeah, almost an 11-year bull market. And uh, Valentine's Day ended the um, the top. The market started declining. And just in a few weeks, we were down thousands of Dow points. And then we were back up. And then we were back up. And then we were back down. And back down. And then today and whatever, Monday, whatever comes next. In fact, you know, the volatility spikes so high, folks, volatility is measured by this thing called the VIX. Uh, it's actually a symbol you can follow. And uh, we actually exceeded the volatility that we had back in 2008 and nine by about 10 points, is which to me amazing? was amazing. Yeah. You know, on the flip side of all that, it's not just the stock market. It's oil market and interest rates. I have been absolutely shocked. And to me, interest rates are probably the big barometer of what's going on in the world economy. Okay. You know, when the economy's hot and everything, interest rates you would expect to be higher, well, they crashed. Uh, Our 10-year treasury uh, hit a low recently of 0.4-something. Is that not insane? It's totally insane. I mean, there was a week ago, it was just now going underneath 1%, and that was unprecedented. And then the next day, it was... Point nine, Bryce. A little over a year ago it was three point one, and that was low. Yeah, when we, we were again, we've been pulling our hair out of our heads for for certain factors here for quite some time. Just for it to be down at point four, the ten year return is staggering. So one of the reasons I like to watch uh, the bond market interest rates is because it's really difficult to fool that market. You can fool the stock market. Mm. You can get in there and you can manipulate it a little bit and. Folks, you know, it's been manipulated quite a bit. But the bond market's a different animal. Uh, It marches to its own tune. And what it's flashing red right now is a recession. And in fact, this week, Bryce, you came in this morning talking about it. Goldman Sachs said the end of the bull run is now. 
They expect this market to enter a bear market phase. Um, they expect at least another 15% on the downside from where we are yeah. today. Yeah, 15%. That's their top economist talking. Yeah. So to give you some what they're talking about, bull and bear markets, um, when we enter a corrective stage of the market, that's typically defined as being down 10%. Well, we're well past that. I mean, we're down much more than that. A bear market is defined as being down 30% or more. And that is something, if you've listened to this radio show over the years, we have been begging and pleading with you folks to figure out a way to avoid that, especially if you're retired and especially if you're in that retirement red zone five years away from retirement. Because if you lose 30 40% of your retirement assets, you're going to be in a tough, tough road in retirement. That is changing in a big way your retirement picture right there. You might think that you've got it all planned out, but you suffer a 30, 30%, 40%, or even greater loss shortly before retirement. That changes the picture entirely. Yeah. That is not just a little tweak here or there. No, not at all, because do the math. You're down 30 40 50%, 50% down. you got to get 100% return to get back to even. You know, we design all of our client portfolios so that they lose no more than 10 11 12% in a 2008-type down market. We do it through multiple different ways, but folks, I'm begging you, and I've been begging you all these years, figure out some sort of stop loss for your portfolio. Buy and hold does not work in this day and age. It gave up the ghost more than 15 years ago. And if your financial advisor is still on the buy and hold strategy, it's obsolete and you need a second opinion. Now, Bryce, let me bring you in here. And I want to talk about our equity side of the portfolio for a minute. Okay. We have controls on the downside of the equity portfolio. We do not believe in letting folks ride this market down 30, 40, 50% or whatever. So, Let's talk about that, Bryce. You talk, tell us what it is and how it works. All right. Well, as you said, Doug, if your portfolio, if say the market does what it did from 2007 to 2009 and the market goes down 50%, let's, let's even back that up and say only 40% it goes down. We're designing your portfolio as a whole to uh, mitigate its losses somewhere around 10%. Now, that's not a guarantee, but that's at least how we design it. And it, we, we look at how it performed back in 2008, and that's what these types of portfolios that we put together for our clients did back then. So as you said, if you have a 50% loss in your portfolio, your million-dollar portfolio goes down to 500000 right before retirement, that means you have to have a 100% return on that $500,000 to get back to even so that your retirement uh, is back on track for where you had previously thought it would be. But if we can stop your losses uh, at around the 10% mark, Doug, if you have a 10% loss in your portfolio, you don't need a 20% return to get back to even, as some people might uh, think the math goes. You only have to have an 11% return. million dollars goes down by 10%. That's $900,000. You only need an 11% return on $900,000 to get back to a million. So if we can stop that, it's much easier to see a return in the market of 11% than, uh, than 100%. So we have employed a portfolio style that does that. And we can talk to you about how we might make yours specifically around that. They're all going to be a little bit different. We don't make just cookie cutter portfolios, but our goals and our objectives are the same because our clients more or less are in the same boat. They're coming to us because they are 
uh, ready for retirement or have just entered retirement, and they know that they can't afford the losses that they could when they were 30 or 40 years old. So that's the type of portfolio that we designed. There are stop losses built in there to when the market starts doing what it's doing now, that you're not going down with it to the full brunt of the market like it is now. And that's what we do, Doug, and uh, I think we, we do it very well. Our clients that we have who we've built these kind of portfolios for have been very happy. Our phones right now are not ringing off the hook. Uh, sure, you've got the occasional concerned client who's never seen this kind of activity before, but by and large, our clients know that what we have designed for them is working in this uh, tumultuous time, and uh, we're happy with it. I, I've put uh, myself and my wife in a, in a portfolio similar to this, and I know you have as well. What are your thoughts on it? What, what can you add to that? Well, it sure gives me peace of mind, and especially for the 400-plus households that we we help manage through retirement. I swore back in, in – actually, back in 2000, 2002, I was never going to let a client lose that kind of money. And to sit here and know that our right now, currently, our portfolios, our equity piece is, is currently 75% in cash – I'm feeling pretty good about that. Yeah. You know, we have a number of clients that uh, this this isn't – it's not the majority of them by any means, but there's still some people out there that they've invested their certain way for the last 30 or so years. And for them to readdress that strategy and start thinking in the terms of a retirement portfolio, they need to sit back and think about that and take some time and really digest it. And there's something called that analysis paralysis that we see some people have where they just can't pull the trigger on making those changes. Those are the ones that have actually come out of the woodwork in the last couple of weeks for us (laughs) who have called us up and said, hey, you know what? Your plan now makes sense to us. Well, gosh, I really wish it had made sense to you a couple of months back because we've been telling everybody we don't know when that market correction is happening. It looks like it's happening right now. Uh, We don't know when it's going to happen, but it's definitely bound to happen at some point. Let's make these adjustments and these changes to your portfolio to protect yourself before that correction happens. We don't want to try to do it in the middle of the correction, and we certainly don't want to do it after the correction as well. Yeah, and I want you folks to hang around for our second segment because Bryce and I are going to bring in some actual real-life case studies, uh, one good one uh, and one that went the other way, uh, to show you exactly what we're talking about. Why uh, Folks can sometimes uh, make poor decisions in good markets and in bad markets. Yeah, absolutely. And folks, if you are interested in uh, sitting down with us and having a second opinion of your uh, portfolio and seeing what changes or uh, adjustments we might make to uh, better suit you in your retirement uh, goals, our phone number is out there. It's 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Doug and I would be happy to sit down with you and see uh, what help and services we could provide you. And I think in the second segment, we'll go into a little bit more detail about what our uh, our planning process uh, includes and goes into. But it's time now, Doug, for the trivia question of the week. So I uh, sat back and thought, what would be a good trivia question? And so here we go. From January 1st, 2010... The Dow Jones was at uh, 10,606 points. December 31st, 2019, 10 years later, the market was at 28. The Dow was at 28,462. That's a difference of, well, I'm not going to say what the difference is. So the question is, what is the annual average return for that time period, January 1st, 2010 to December 31st, 2019, for the Dow Jones? Was it 8.28% average annual return? 1037 11.28 or 12.37? 
Well, folks, stick around. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll come back and we will give you the answer to that question and a lot more on some of our case studies. Stick around. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray and Bryce Payne, serving you in the triad and beyond. Let's get back to the show. And welcome back to The Wealth Guardian's radio show. You got Doug and Bryce here. And for our listeners out there who are five to seven years from retirement, and you want to just take a minute and confirm that you're actually making the best decisions for retirement, well, the good news is we offer a no-cost, no-obligation second opinion so you can actually retire the job yet keep the paycheck. And if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, well, then it's just a phone call away, 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Of course, you can visit us on that interweb thing as well. It's www.thewealthguardians.com. Now, before the break, uh, we were just talking a little bit about the market here and all the things uh, good and bad that we've seen and why it's happening in the last couple of weeks. Uh, We did end the uh, segment with a trivia question, and that trivia question was, what was the average annual return of the Dow Jones from January 1st, 2010 to December 31st, 2019, was it 8.28%, 10.37, or 12.37? Doug, you want to take a stab at that one? Because I know I did not give you the answer to this before that. Um, 8.28, 10.37, 11.28, or 12.37? I'm going to say 8.3. Actually, it was 10.37. Okay. It was the average annual return for the Dow Jones for the last 10 calendar years. So, uh, folks, if you have been in the Dow, then that should have been the return that you were seeing. Of course, we know from experience that when you start adding fees in there on top of that, that is not what you normally get from your portfolio. There's a difference between net and gross returns. Okay, so that is our trivia question. Uh, What we're going to jump into now for the second half of the show is uh, take a break from talking about the market and actually start talking about some case studies You know, Doug and I see a number of clients come through here on a weekly, monthly, and annual basis, and we take a look at their portfolios, and we analyze them. We uh, talk about the goods and the bads that are with them and uh, contained within them, and then we also make some recommendations, some adjustments to how their portfolio should be in retirement. So we want to talk about uh, two particular cases. We will uh, change the names to protect the innocent, but uh, one situation that we've seen and this has actually been pretty recently, was we had a client come through here who we've analyzed the risk that they're taking on their portfolio. Now, we do this with every client because a lot of times people are not familiar with what types of downside or upside potential is available to them through their current portfolio. Well, as fiduciaries, our job is to stress test your portfolio because obviously if you retired for more than 15, 20 years, you're going to probably go through a couple of uh, bear market or at least corrections in the market. So it doesn't do us any good to take a look at how your portfolio has done the last 10 years because it's just been a solid bull market the last 10 years, is we want to see what your portfolio would do in the bad times as well because it doesn't do us any good just to stress test it for the good times. And so we had a client come through here who actually in a rare case the risk that he was taking in his portfolio was perfectly aligned with the risk that he felt like taking. That's not usually the case, Doug. More Imagine often, that, right. More often than not, I'd say 90% of the time, 
somebody only wants to take a certain amount of risk, yet their portfolio is far riskier than that, and they're not aware of that. So here we have a client who his risk tolerance and the risk in his portfolio was very well aligned. The problem was that they were both out of whack with where he should have been, where his risk tolerance and his portfolio should have been for this stage of his life. His portfolio was designed appropriately for somebody who was in his 30s or maybe 40s. He, unfortunately, or for whatever the case may be, he was not 30 or 40 anymore. He is now 60, and he's only a couple of years away from retirement. So, yes, he did adjust his portfolio appropriately for what he wanted it to be, but what he wanted it to be was way more detrimental to where it should be should another 2008 uh, market-like cycle happen again. So our job with him it was to stress the importance of not trying to keep up with the market anymore at this stage of the game. Now, if you do keep up with the market, that's great. That That is a worthy objective for somebody who is 20, 30, 40, or even in your early 50s. Trying to keep up or outpace the market is a, a, a worthy objective. When you are approaching retirement, Doug, now you were a pilot, and I use the analogy of you're now coming in for a landing. You're now making contact with the tower, and you see the lights on the runway. You can't just be, as a pilot, walking around the cabin anymore and stretching like you were flying over the Atlantic. You're now making contact. You've got to have your hands on the wheel. And his portfolio was not adjusted appropriately for that. So we have to do some tweaking and adjusting for him to get him to tone back not just his uh, risk tolerance, but the risk that he was taking with his portfolio as well. And that's what we're in the process of doing. Unfortunately, I really wish that him and his situation had come to us a couple of months earlier, because right now we're still in that meeting process with him. And hopefully we haven't uh, seen him have quite the losses we haven't gone through the full 2008 yet, but we're, we're starting to see it, aren't we, Doug? We're getting very close. And, um, you know, what I would like to do now is, is just throw out the offer that we always give and come see us and get a second opinion on what you're doing. It's going to be free. It's no obligation. And you're going to walk away with a lot of information as well as a bound written retirement income plan that's going to include risk analysis, risk tolerance, a fee analysis, recommendations. We're going to show you how we're going to cut your fees. We're going to show you how we're going to put those stop losses in there to keep you from from losing losing your retirement in in a, in a bad market. All you got to do is call us at 336-391-3409. You know, Bryce, I'd love to tell everybody we win every case that uh, that comes into the office, but that's just not the fact. I'm going to tell you about a case that happened last year that I just feel terrible about because we didn't win it. Uh, they came in, uh, it's a couple, they're in the education business. They have a seven-figure portfolio. He had had a million-dollar IRA account, but by uh, some untimed and ill-thought-out investments, he drove that down to $200,000 because mm. he invested in gold and silver mining stocks at the wrong time. Which is okay to do that to a certain degree, but you don't want to do that with 90% of your portfolio. Yeah. And they went through that four-step process with us, and uh, they were all on board. We were just about to sign them up. No, we did sign them up. We actually true. We did sign up some of their accounts. They were ready to go. In fact, we got their long-term care in place. Then they went on a family vacation, and they have three sons. And during that family vacation, I guess they showed the plan to their three sons. Their three sons are in completely different industries, 
And I different, different stage of life, obviously. Different stage of life. And, and I know their sons have the best interests for their parents at heart. I, I absolutely convinced of that. But bottom line, what happened on that family vacation is these folks, these parents got totally confused, concerned. We invited uh, their sons mm-hmm. to come in and let's go over the plan. Let us explain it. And um, the bottom line is they got so confused by what their sons were talking about that everything stopped. That tends to be a human emotion. When people get confused or scared, like right now, you just stop. You freeze like a deer in the headlights. Exactly. Now, that may or may not be the right move. And I'll tell you, in a market like this, if you're a retiree, it is definitely not the right move. You need to make changes in your plan. Now, one of the things we do believe in and we use quite a bit in our in our portfolios are fixed indexed annuities. Well, these sons heard annuity and they just went berserk because they've been hearing these ads by this jerk out in Newport, California about I hate annuities and you should too. Well, Ken Fisher's not right about everything. And I'll tell you right now, if you looked at Ken Fisher's portfolios, they're getting clobbered. There's really good reasons to use all types of assets in every portfolio. Annuities belong in some portfolios and not in others. But you just can't make a blanket statement like that. So I guess the moral of this story is what you should not do is trust the advice of an amateur. And what do I mean by an amateur? That's your next-door neighbor who dabbles in stocks. <laughs> That's your brother-in-law at a cocktail party who says he knows what he's doing around stocks, yet he's not had one year of training in the business. Now, I hope and pray that this family is going to make it through this situation okay, but my guess is they've done nothing more than when they came to see us. And I'm sure that they are – well, I'm not sure, but I hope they, they, they kind of regret their decision – you know, our door's always open. If they're listening to this show right now, please give us a call and come back. And again, folks, the second opinion is yours. It's free and there's no obligation. Just call us at 336-391-3409. And Doug, I will mention that uh, the firm here, we are licensed and certified as fiduciaries. Right. Which means we are obligated, folks, to act in your best interest. This might sound completely counterintuitive, but a majority of advisors out there are not fiduciaries. That means that they are only required to make recommendations on your portfolio that are suitable for you. Well, there's a difference between the suitability standard and the fiduciary standard. We don't just make recommendations that are suitable for you. We make recommendations that are in your best interest. It's the difference between going to a doctor that has taken the Hippocratic Oath and a doctor who hasn't. Obviously, you're going to want to go to the doctor who is looking after your best health concerns, not somebody who's interested in just uh, padding their uh, numbers with a certain pharmaceutical company. So we are licensed and certified as fiduciaries, and every recommendation that we put forth to anybody who sits down with us is a recommendation that is serving your best interests. So as Doug said, if you are interested in having a uh, sit-down with us so we can do that uh, portfolio analysis for you, give you a second opinion, stress test your portfolio, show you where the weak links are, what the pros are, what the cons are, or what you might be in for should another 2008 market-like cycle happen. Obviously, you want to know that information. Well, we're offering it to you for free. It's just the only investment on your end is a little bit of time. So again, our phone number is 336 
That's 336-391-3409. You can also visit us online at thewealthguardians.com. We'd be happy to sit down with you and provide this for you. There's going to be a lot of information that you'll be able to uh, glean from this that you were not otherwise aware of. Even the most uh, astute investors who have sat down with us, we are providing a lot of helpful information for them. Okay, I want to just say one thing before we close out today's show. Bryce and I don't know where this market's headed. We don't know the ultimate outcome of this coronavirus. But one thing I'm sure of, we're going to get through it. It's, we're going to look back on it, and we're going to go, man, that was scary, but we got through it. So, folks, my biggest advice to you is hang in there. Make yourself self-aware of your surroundings. Take better care of yourself. And also take better care of your portfolio. So until next week, this is the Wealth Guardian Show. Take care, folks. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Guardian Show. Remember, if you need any help with crafting your financial and retirement plan to reach out to the great team at Wealth Guardians by calling 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Or go online to thewealthguardians.com. 